friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle. Thanks for joining us for another episode. And this is our first episode post-Halloween. So we are no longer have our little cobwebs up. Yes. Happy November, everybody. Yes. Happy November. Hope you guys had a great Halloween. Mm -hmm. Stayed safe. And, um, but still had fun some way. Yeah. Hopefully you guys got to do something at least or celebrate in some type of way, even if that was just at home watching a Halloween podcast, which is what we're (laughs) going to be doing. Chilling at home. This is being recorded before Halloween, but Mm -hmm. uh, when it goes up, it'll be post Halloween. So yeah, I hope you guys had a good time and enjoyed our spooky episodes uh, in October. Really had a good time recording those and having the guys on. It was super fun. Yeah, it was. And now it's Christmas. Right now it's Christmas, people. That's fucking right. Starts on November first. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, the household that we live in, Christmas lasts for two months, people. Okay. And Josh made a big promise that he was going to dress up as Santa and come back. Oh, that's true. Look forward to that. That is true. Yeah, the holiday coming to town is not over. Santa Claus is coming to town. (laughs) Joshua Claus. Um, but yes, we are going to be testing our political bias. Like we said, mm-hmm. um, actually a few YouTubers have done this one being simply pod logicals podcast. Yes, we love them. We love them. Ben and Christine shout out to them. And, um, yeah, they did a really interesting episode on this and mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to follow their lead. So, yeah, it's an interesting test and it's not, if you're like sick of politics, we get it. Yeah. Also, this is a very spicy week for yeah. Americans and for all over the world. Yeah. It is election day is coming up or maybe election day has just passed when you're watching this episode. Yep. Who knows what will happen? Just make sure you vote. Yes. We, of course, want to remind you guys to vote. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you already have a voting plan by now. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, but this test is not going to be about the American political system at all. We're not going to no. be talking about politics or the election. This test is more of a political scale. Yes of the entire world. Mm -hmm. Like they plot Hitler on the scale and they plot Gandhi on the scale. And it's kind of like, where do you fall? Like in between those libertarian. Yeah. Yeah, So it has like extreme beliefs to really, really liberal belief. Um, And then we're just going to see kind of where we fall personally. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I'm pretty sure anyone in any part of the world can take this because again, it really doesn't have to relate to specifically um, American politics, which is, why we're doing this because mm-hmm. I know that things are very spicy right now and people have differing opinions which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. I want to f- you know, say this up front that yeah. you guys do not have to agree with our opinions, but we feel like, you know, we feel comfortable enough that we can talk about our personal beliefs on this show without it getting, you know, too crazy in the comment section because we mm-hmm. understand that not everyone who watches this believes the same thing we do and that's completely fine mm-hmm. um if anything we really just want to do this episode because we think it's interesting and because of the timing of it um if anything we just really want you guys to go out and vote um so yeah mm-hmm. yeah if anything hopefully it inspires you to do that but again if you disagree with us that's okay we yeah. welcome your opinions to also be shared in the comment section because that's what they are at the end of the day right right we all have our opinions yes. However, with that being said, we're not going to tolerate any sort of like absolute rudeness or just, yeah, you know, we don't even need to say it. Just please no nice hate. Comment. No hate. You know, well, not exactly. towards us. I mean, like right. no hate towards groups. Yeah. Yeah. We just appreciate it if you guys keep it in the comments, respectful of each other's opinions. And, you know, it's OK to hear another point of view and say, oh, I disagree with that and still like that person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like so many of us, you know, if someone doesn't agree with what we think we think we have nothing in common in them right. with them. And we do. I believe that most people do have common ground. And like Janelle said, we do trust our audience enough. We trust you guys to share our opinions 
And we also accept yours as well to be shared yeah. in the comments. So. As long as it's respectful and not in like a hateful shoving your opinion down other people's throats type of way. Cause that's yes. not cool. And that's certainly not what we are here to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, of course, any bullying in our comment section, you will get banned yeah. from this channel, yes. um, sure. but that's on all episodes. Yes. Anyway, should we get into some spicy news of the week? Yes, we Bye. shall. However, before we do that, we do want to announce that oh, after right. we film. So when we're recording this, episode it's before halloween so therefore our costume and pumpkin contest is still going on um but we're gonna do like a little uh, recording on um sunday when the show actually goes up mm-hmm. to throw in at the very end of this episode letting you guys know who won the contest mm-hmm. so and ranking all of the runners up yes exactly so stay tuned for that at the end of the episode if you want to know uh who won and we're giving away what are we giving starbucks gift cards yes. is that what we decided yes yes and i meant rating not ranking Yes, <laughs> writing. Yes. But yeah, we're uh, super excited for that. So just wanted to let you know a little update before we get into our spices. But let's go ahead and get into spices. First up being Kim K turns 40. Spicy. Which, mo- I mean, right off the bat, it's like, okay, who cares? Kim K yeah. turns 40. <laughs> but she threw herself a little party that has got quite some criticism. A little party. A little party. Well, first of all, she's been celebrating the whole month. The whole month. Yeah, uh, which I get it. For forty is a big birthday, and uh-huh. I'm not going to hate on anyone for celebrating their their life's yeah. uh, you know accomplishments. Yeah. But I will say, I just want to aside from all of this. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's odd how everyone is so obsessed with people's birthdays now? And I really think the Kardashians have started this trend of going all out with kids' birthdays, their own birthdays, holidays, any type of party. That's how they show their money off nowadays. It's like not about the cars and the jewelry. It's like, we know they have all that. Right. Parties. Parties. We are going to do the most ridiculous parties. We want a, remember she had a, a snow hill one oh, time. Yeah. They brought snow into LA. She's had an ice skating rink in her house. Mm-hmm. They all do the craziest, like baby showers too. They all yeah. compete with their baby showers. I think they're all very competitive with each other oh, too. Oh yeah, absolutely. The party the is the party. biggest. Yeah, totally. I agree. The Christmas Eve parties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it is a way to show off. And not just the Kardashians, but just, I think people in the public eye enjoy, like mm-hmm. some really big influencers even. I feel uh-huh. like it's always about who can throw the best parties. And like- I've noticed that too. The birthday, you know, the classic Instagram pic with the big blow up balloons of how old yeah. you are. Like who the fuck did that back in the day? Like no one ever, it was like blow out some candles with a cake, yeah. get a few presents with your friends, like maybe get a nice group picture. But now it, I agree, it's like a whole event it's almost. so excessive. I agree. I guess when you're Kim Kardashian and you're basically an enterprise and you hire all these people, I guess a lot of people care about your birthday <laughs> enough to- to warrant that type of thing but her party started back in early october they did like a throwback birthday party but then she threw her own birthday party and surprised her friends yes with a trip to where tahiti tahiti with her closest inner circle oh the inner circs (sighs) yeah which is okay so basically her friends and family had to quarantine and were tested prior to going to the island um so that everyone you know was safe and covid free and that Basically, they wanted to go to this private island so that they could live a, quote, normal life again and be able to forget about coronavirus and not have to worry about the pandemic for one day, which is like, that's so wonderful that you have the privilege to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's been so hard for you. You have yeah. to escape your reality because right. you've been barely getting Better, by. Right. Right. Yeah, it's really obnoxious. God, so many people would die to live her quarantine life. Even. I know. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she, she was like, hopefully we can get back to some normalcy or mm-hmm. we can have some normalcy. 
It's just really tone deaf and weird. And honestly, if I was super, super rich and this was all going on, maybe I would want to do the same thing. I'm not hating on her for having money and being successful and no. spending it the way she wants. No. But it's like, if I did that, I would never post pictures of it. Right. Why are you posting pictures of it? It's the constant showing off. Yes. It's all for the likes, the clout, the just being able to say I'm richer than the next person. Right. Yeah, exactly. And she kind of, I don't know, I think she meant to kind of do a little bit of damage control because she said, feeling so humbled and blessed. Like, I think she mm-hmm. was trying to be As like, a reply to the tweet. I'm very, you know, realizing that she's very privileged and that not everyone gets to do this. But like, just because you're acknowledging that doesn't mean it's okay to now go ahead and brag about it for the next 30 posts about mm-hmm. everything that you got to do. I mean, these um, tweets are pretty interesting. I'll put them on the screen, but a lot of stuff, it was like before COVID, I didn't think any of us truly appreciated what simple luxury it was to be able to travel and be together simple in a safe luxury. environment. Like, oh my God, we, after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island. We could pretend what things were normal for just a brief moment. We danced, rode bikes, swam near whales, oh. kayaked, watch a movie on the beach and so much more. Mm-hmm. I realized that for most people, this is something that is so far out of reach right now. So in moments like these, I am humbled and reminded of how privileged my life is. If you're so humbled, you would not post it. Right. Because you know it's going to hurt other people. It just makes me really upset when 225,000 people have died just in America Mm -hmm. and you're running around bragging about all this shit that you can do because of the fact that you have money and fame. Again, I'm not hating on her because she has money and fame. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm trying to do here. If you want to throw yourself a party, She does work very hard. Do what you want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money. I just think it's lame that you're posting on social media when we're in a crisis as a country. It's just tone deaf. It's yeah, stupid. It exactly. seems like someone should have told her like, Hey, best keep this off. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's just not a good idea. No. And people said that. I mean, right away she was getting major backlash. Like yeah. people on Twitter were pissed. Yeah. Do you want to read some of the replies? Yeah. So one of the people that replied to Kim's tweet said the last thing this tweet does is say, quote, grateful and humble families are suffering, have lost loved ones and haven't seen family members since March. Children are separated from their parents. Not a time to be showing an island retreat. Quite tone deaf, which I agree with. Uh, Someone was like, glad to see the Kardashians are thriving while the rest of us desperately need a fucking twelve hundred dollar bare minimum bare minimum stimulus package Mm -hmm. that's never coming in order to try and make ends meet. This one said, good for you. I lost four months of pay. I'm still tied up with unemployment and have seen a significant drop in future earnings as well. I'm helping my daughters with child care and virtual school for my granddaughter. Still haven't even gotten my 2019 tax return. Glad you had fun. So people were pissed. But the thing that sucks is that this morning, Wednesday morning, when we're recording this, she basically just kind of ignored all of the replies (laughs) and decided to tweet out another picture of her and her friends and it was or her and her uh, sisters and it said girls just want to have sun so it's like <laughs> don't act like you don't see all these people hating on your shit like why do you have to keep like you're literally just putting salt in the wound i don't think they really care i just don't think they care i think they know that they whether their attention is negative or positive she's realized it all attention is attention and it's good for her brand and it doesn't really matter yeah and she just sees it as probably people being jealous and hating and stuff yeah. Who knows? She might not have service in Tahiti. Maybe she doesn't know about all the backlash. LOL. I'm <laughs> sure kidding. she has service in Tahiti. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but also on a side note, I just want to say this picture of them that they all posted in their bikinis. Like it's so it's so hard or it's so easy, I guess I should say, to compare yourself to yeah. these women. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere. I mean, you can't like 
breathe without seeing the Kardashians naked somewhere. No, it's, it's like insane. So true. <laughs> We're not against people having work done to their bodies no. whatsoever. Like no, you no, no. should be able to do whatever the fuck I you agree. want and spend money on your, in, on implants or plastic surgery or literally whatever you want. But I agree on the fact that it's important that we remember that they did do that in order yes. to get that. That's result. all I'm saying. They've mm-hmm. had work done in order to get that result, which is fine. And I think a lot of times we easily forget the fact that they are celebrities with gobs and gobs of money and the oh access God, to the best doctors and the mm-hmm. best surgeons and the, you know, and the, be- they know the best angles and they have the best um, mm-hmm. photographers and they have the best editors. I mean, they have the best well, of the best of the best. Maybe. Well, maybe yes. we did find a bit <laughs> of an editing s- mistake guys <laughs> in these pictures. So one of the pictures that they posted from the Tahiti Island has totally been Photoshopped. Okay. So we're going to put it up on the screen. It's so funny. Um, Sydney actually noticed it. Our producer or yes. our camera mod, I should say. Janelle is the producer of the show. She yeah, does edit she the show. She does run all the cameras. Yes. Um, but she noticed that Kendall's dress, there's a it's like a spaghetti strap dress. It yeah. looks like a nice normal dress. But they photoshopped the picture so the dress, the strap is not connected yeah. anymore. It's like a part. You can tell they like either made her boobs bigger or they adjusted Courtney's hair. Yeah. Something was Something done. Something happened. Because yeah, that is not and the right. Spaghetti strap is now like four inches away from where it's supposed to be connected. I'm sure all of their photos are heavily, heavily edited. And that's just it's important to remember that in the age of social media. And it's not just them. Like you said, no. influencers, it's tens of people do this, but mm-hmm. God, you'd think they'd catch their mistakes. I'm sure it's someone's whole job to edit their photos. I know. No, for real. I agree. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, But yeah, that's kind of what we have for the Kardashians. Um, Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about the whole Tahitian Island. And if you had that kind of money and would you go? And uh, if you did go, would you post it? Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, though, on Mr. Spicy Topics here. Spicy. I was a little late. (laughs) No, it's good. We're like waiting. I'm like, come on, spicy topic. No. Um, The next one is going to be about voting in America. Obviously, we know that an election is coming up. We've already discussed this. And particularly, it's going to be probably delayed. The results um, could be delayed quite a bit. And we just. (laughs) That would happen in 2020. I know, right? In 2020, it's like, oh, your election screwed up. Sorry. And it's uh, during Mercury retrograde, too. Yeah, I know. That's the craziest thing. Mercury retrograde ends the day after the The election, election. pretty sure. Yeah, it does. So so if you're not familiar with that, there's often communication issues and travel issues and things get lost. Yeah. So it's kind of a bad time for all these ballots to be floating around in the mail. Right. And obviously, because of coronavirus, a lot more people are doing mail-in ballots. And so... Mm There's a lot of talk about if you don't get your ballot sent in quickly enough that it, you know, could get it could arrive post election date, which is okay. They will still take your ballot as long as it's, um, you know, stamped election date, I believe. Or there's mm-hmm. it differs per state, but bottom line is a lot of um, ballots are in the mail, and it could definitely you know, take a few extra days up to weeks even to yeah. get the results. I heard someone on the news, which who knows, there's a lot of idiots blabbing things on the news <laughs> yeah, these days, Seriously, but someone had said that it's going to be 2021 before we know okay. that it could be January with like oh. 20 days before oh. the new president is installed. Oh my God. I really hope that doesn't happen. That's just a yeah. lot of stress for this country. That yeah. We don't it's a lot need. of stress. Like no one needs that. And we, we want instant gratification. Absolutely. America's used to getting these results the night of. Literally. Yeah. I, it's a tradition for me to watch it at night and stay totally. up all night until I know. And yeah. then think about it all night <laughs> in my dreams and either party or cry, whatever, you know, yeah. whatever happens. No, that's so true though. And so now I feel like it's just going to be a big mystery. 
Yeah, I know. I was I was going to say, like, we should hang out on election night and like yeah. watch it. But there's no point. We're not yeah. going to know shit, probably. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll be able to kind of tell, yeah. you know, I think that they can do a lot of predicting. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I don't really know if I trust anything until mm-hmm. the very end. <laughs> In 2020, you really can't. No, it's so bad. <laughs> it's not over. They say that even after the early and in-person ballots are counted, a large number of votes could still be outstanding and only eight states expect to have at least 98% of unofficial results reported by noon the uh, day after election. So, I mean, only eight states though. That's yeah, that's not great at all. And then also 22 states and DC allow postmark ballots to arrive after election day. That's kind of what I was saying. Um, So, I mean, yeah, this could definitely get really interesting. I don't know. Michigan and Pennsylvania, obviously, those are two huge states for um, politicians, and both are saying um, that the full official counts could take several days. Wow. Um, Damn. So, And then New York and Alaska will not report on any votes on an election night. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. New York? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're definitely not going to know an election night. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Isn't that so wild to think yeah. about? Yeah, it is wild. It sucks. It's so 2020. Oh, it's crazy. <sighs> I'm just over this whole year. Oh, also, I think one thing that's important to know is the order in which different types of votes are counted could make one party look stronger at various points in the night. Oh. So I think a lot of what we're going to be seeing is, oh, so-and-so is leading right now. Oh, so-and-so just grabbed this large part mm. of this this state. They're leading right now, but I don't think it's going to be clear of who really has the right. ticket. Okay, so. that makes sense. So yeah, things are looking quite different this year. Really on brand for 2020. Love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really just going to have to ride this one in and hope for the best and... Yeah. Hopefully we can get our results as soon as possible. What if we never get the results? Well, that would really be a fucking problem, wouldn't it? Are you old enough to remember or like into politics, I guess, when you were younger to remember, uh, I think it was Bush and Gore. They were down in Florida. They were counting the votes. They didn't know who won that night. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing for a while of who won. It's still debated to this day. Yes. No, I, yeah, I know that. We're not getting into that right now, people. Okay. (laughs) But before we take our political bias compass test, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we will link below if you guys want to take it along with us and, you know, find out your own political bias, we do have a sponsor for today. So before you take the test, it has a little disclaimer. And I think it's important you guys hear this because some of these statements may come across as really extreme, mm-hmm. um, but that's the point of yep. this. So please note that this isn't a survey. These are not questions. They're propositions. To question the logic of individual ones that irritate you is to miss the point. And that's how they can show you whether or not you lean towards extremism or moderation on the compass. Your responses should not be overthought. Some of them are intentionally vague. And their purpose is to trigger a reaction in your mind, measuring your feeling and prejudices rather than detailed opinions on policy. Mm-hmm. So they're very general yeah. Broad statements. And one thing that's interesting that you pointed out is there's no neutral. Mm-hmm. You either have to agree with the statement or disagree. Right. Or strongly disagree or strongly agree. Exactly. Yeah. There's so, four options. It's kind of hard. I think they really want to kind of like trigger that in you and make you kind of take a side because mm-hmm. I think it's very easy for a lot of people to be like, well, in this scenario and this and in this scenario, this. And so I think they want you to look at it as a big picture and just really kind of take mm-hmm. it at face value. So let's get into it. Maggie's just licking my feet. It's so cute. She has such a soft little tongue. Oh, she loves licking feet. Okay, so there are six pages, and I think they're kind of broken up a little bit um, into different 
like categories. Okay, so the first one says, this is the first page, and it's a few propositions to start with concerning no less how you see the country and the world. So again, we're kind of looking at this as a worldwide view. First question being, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. I think this is worded a little confusing. It is. If you missed it, it's basically just saying, if the world becomes a completely capitalist society, should it be for the corporations or for the interest of humanity? Right. Which obviously I, I mean, I think most people would say for humanity. I mean, I guess a lot of people could say corporations. So, yes. Um, I think that there needs to be like some type of, in order for society to work, like I think there has to be some type of like corporate policy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely believe that in the primary interest, which is what it's asking, should serve humanity or yeah, humanity. So I'm going to strongly agree with that. I strongly agree too. Next one. I'd always support my country, whether it was right or wrong. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree with that. No one chooses their country of birth, so it's foolish to be proud of it. Um, for me, I think that you there's nothing wrong with being proud of your country. However, I think it's a little bit silly to be, you know, proud of your country just because you were born there. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, if you really are proud of how your country's being run and the policies that are, you know, in place and how everything's going, then there's nothing wrong with being, you know, proud of where you're from. However, I think there's something to be said about like, I love America just because I'm born there. So yeah, this one is, uh, is tough. Um, I think it isn't foolish to be proud of your country. Um, I know a lot of people all around the world are proud of their country and proud of their, you know, things their country is doing and they have specific reasons, but I think it's, it's foolish to think that you're better than other countries uh-huh. you know, just because you're born there because you're a citizen that you're, you are above someone else. That's a citizen of a country that you think is less than yours. Yeah. That's, that's what I point. think is foolish, but I don't think it's foolish to be proud of it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would say disagree. Yeah. I would disagree. Too. But not strongly. Yes. I agree with that. I agree to disagree. All right. <laughs> Next one. Our race has many superior qualities compared with other races. Oh my God. The fact those words even come in my mouth makes me want to throw up. I strongly know. disagree. Yeah. Strongly disagree. I think we can all hopefully agree on that one. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. This is interesting. This is. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. So like, let's say there's someone you don't like in life mm-hmm. and someone else doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. And you mutually can talk about your dislike for this person. Does that mean your that means your friends? I don't know though because I feel like I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't automatically just trust my f- enemy's enemy either. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna disagree. Oh, okay, I don't know. I kind of agree with that. Like okay. I I tend to like people who dislike who I, know. I don't. You like. like people who agree with you, Miss <laughs> <I laughs> <do>. Taurus. <laughs> I do. That's so funny. No, but I wonder. I mean, on a political scale, I don't think that's what that question means. It probably means in warfare. Yeah, that's that's. I good don't know. I don't enough know about that. To, I guess I'll just go with my gut reaction, which is agree. But honestly, I think that's a good point. That you know, people read these questions and they can interpret them very differently. Yeah. So it's going to you know make the results change, which mm-hmm. is interesting. All right, next one is military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. That's really hard. Because there's no context and there's absolutely no context. There could be any situation, right? You know, 
ah, I couldn't say strongly either way. It would be agree or disagree. I think that there could be situations in which. Yeah. Like if there's a humanitarian crisis or a genocide, I think fuck the rules. Yeah. I agree. Help the people. I agree with that. I guess I would say agree, but there's some situations I wouldn't agree with. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go with agree as well. All right. Last one for this page is there is now a worrying fusion of information and entertainment. So I think what this is talking about at first I thought it was fake news, but I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it's talking about SNL and late night shows like Colbert and yeah, all that putting together funny entertainment with also like very important worldwide information and stuff like that, which I don't know if there's a worrying fusion of that because I think that a lot of people who are younger have been introduced to such topics because of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like they Um, wouldn't have looked into the news much if they had not already been introduced on a comedy show. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Like I would be completely lying if one of the ways that I personally was became interested in politics was through like watching Stephen Colbert and stuff like he really helped me too. to, cause they do, you know, kind of break it down in a way that's entertaining to watch at the end of the day. And people want to be entertained. Like that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily like a, a bad thing. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree. I feel like there could be some potential issues with that though. So I don't, I wouldn't say I strongly disagree with it. I would disagree, but yeah. not strongly. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely can see the potential for issues for mm-hmm. sure. So the next section we are talking about the economy. Oh yes, this is the economy. So the first one is people are ultimately divided more by class than by nationality. Hmm. I, this is hard again, yeah, the context that's a really hard one because I feel as though there's truth to both sides of this. I would like yes. to just go neutral on this, but I won't let you. I think people are divided by class and nationality. Yeah. So how do I, I don't know. I think people are more so divided by class though. I think there's more of a difference between the rich, the really rich and the really poor. So I think it's ultimately more divided by class, but yeah. nationality is very close. Yeah. Yeah. Same. All right, next one. Controlling inflation is more important than controlling unemployment. So I'm not like an expert yeah. on inflation by any means. Um, I wish my dad was here. He was an econ major. Yeah, that would have been nice to have him here. However, I think that, you know, contr- I don't. I mean, they're both <sighs> huge problems. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you pick? Inflation is a big issue. Absolutely. Well, it's an issue because we're not like keeping up with it, I feel. Right. So I don't know if it's as much controlling inflation as much as is controlling how we pay people, how we keep up with it and how we are still, you know, I think it's been what, like seven years since the uh, federal minimum wage went up, like something maybe even more than that. And prices have inflated a lot in that time. A lot. So I would probably, I don't know. I would probably still disagree with it because the question says controlling inflation and again i'm not sure as it's much about controlling inflation as it is like controlling how we react to inflation yeah i definitely i feel like i am not qualified enough to really make a strong opinion on this so i probably would be a neutral if that was an option Mm -hmm. same but i do feel like if you can controlled inflation it would help a lot of other issues although i really don't know what i'm talking about 
Um, I'm going to say I agree with this statement. Okay. Not strongly, but I agree. Okay. I'm going to say I disagree, but yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's close. Bar- like barely. I don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Next one is because corporations cannot be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment, they require regulation. I very strongly agree with this. I also very strongly agree with this. I think in modern society, it's important that as we grow into more and more of a capitalistic capitalistic society, that we should keep companies in check and make it more of a standard for them to be responsible about how they're, you know, getting rid of things, how they're doing shipping, how, yes, what they do if they give back. And I think newer companies do better with that. Correct. I mean, the younger generations like having yes. something that they feel like they're giving back or that the company is responsible, right. that they can trust them. Like that relationship matters more than ever. That's a good point. And I think it brings up the fact that you're kind of saying that as newer companies come up, maybe they can be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment. Cause a lot of these new companies mm. are doing this out of their own free right. will, not because it's required. Yeah. However, I would say overall, I don't think corporations in the masses are the able to do it. Don't. They're not trusted. It's mostly small it's, businesses right. that are doing that. No, that's actually a great point. Most of the corporations are making the problems quite worse. I think there should be regulation for sure. I strongly agree. Okay. Next question is quote from each. This is a Karl Marx quote, by the way. And it says from each according to his ability to each according to his need is a fundamentally good idea. So I was kind of confused what this meant to be completely honest. So I looked it up and someone on Reddit described it as, if you are unable to work because of physical or mental reasons you are provided for, but you are able to work, then you are expected to contribute. Like basically if you're able to contribute to society, then you are expected to do so. But if you're unable to due to physical or mental reasons, then, you know, should you be rewarded as such? Like if you're not able to contribute, should you mm. still be rewarded as, as you know, someone who does? I I agree. I say so. Yes. Yeah. I would say to his, especially when it says to his ability, Mm -hmm. like that's not like to his choice. If you choose to work hard or if you choose to not. Yeah. I agree with that. I would agree with that as well. All right. The freer the market, the freer the people. I disagree with that. I think the freer the market, the more chances for corporations take advantage of the people, which makes us less free in a way. That's a really interesting way. Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm definitely like in the middle because- I would say that we need to some degree like a way to, again, live a, live a capitalist society, but also if you're having a completely free market, does that actually really help everyone else? Like the, the, the generalized population. No, it helps the corporations. It helps the corporations at the end of the day. So yeah. Less regulation on them. I would disagree. It's a sad reflection on our society that something as basic as drinking water is now a bottled branded consumer product. I strongly agree with this. I agree with that too, especially this specific example of bottled mm-hmm. water. Like, and a lot of places are getting bottled water from places from countries that don't even have clean water themselves, like access to it. They're literally taking their water, turning it into clean water, bottling mm-hmm. it, selling it. Yep promising things to them in exchange yeah. to build their plants and stuff and then never following up. I mean, it's a terrible industry as it is, but then just the fact that it's plastic and unneeded, it's yeah. fucking water. True. Oh my God. So true. Get a water bottle. Yeah. It's just an unneeded thing. So I think it is sad. Um, I'm not saying all consumerism is sad. I was about to say, yeah, because then I think that consumerism in general 
you know, there are positives to that, but Mm -hmm. as far as water, it's water. Like some people on earth can't even get it. And and some people are drinking like $5 bottles of water. Exactly. And I personally believe that (laughs) you're drinking $5 bottles of water. You heard it here. No, but I think that it's so lame that not everyone has clean drink. I feel like that's a, that should be a human right Mm -hmm. that everyone on planet earth should have access to clean drinking water. And the Mm -hmm. fact that giant corps are taking water from places and then cleaning it and not giving it back to them instead selling it. Well, it would be nice as if, you know, if in exchange for them taking their resources and building plants in their land that they took care of them and made sure that they all had water and they can get access to the plant and everything, but that's not how it works. Right. Um, It would be awesome if we could trust these big water corporations Mm -hmm. like Coca-Cola to, take care of some of these underprivileged parts of the world where they don't even have fucking water. Right. Right. And meanwhile, people like you said, are drinking $6 Fiji waters. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be nice if most of these companies just started something where it's like for every bottle sold, we donate a bottle to someone in need. Yeah, it would, it would be nice. It would be nice, but that is sadly not how it is. But I strongly agree that the drinking water in a bottle is a big problem. It's it's really stupid. Honestly, I think the aliens would be laughing at us. (laughs) True that. All right. Next one is land shouldn't be a commodity to be bought and sold. Oh, that's hard. Okay. But who owns the land then? Just the, the earth owns the, the land. Earth, but like, how does that work? But the thing is we could never have that because people would fight over it. Yeah. So this is so hard because it's mm-hmm. like, I, that'd be kind of a cool idea maybe in like some alternate universe, but mm-hmm. in life today, to be bought and sold. I, I don't, I literally don't know how that would work. Well, do you ever think about the fact that your house, like you bought it from the government technically, yeah. but it's who really owns it, who owned it before them, the native Americans. Yeah. So it's like, should they have ever been able to just, and it's not like they were, they paid them for it. No, they, they certainly just stole did not. It. They absolutely brutally attacked and stole. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh. This is a really hard question. Cause at the same time, yes, we do need to be able to, like divvy up land and I don't want someone to come on my property and be like, this is this mine, mine now. now. Yeah. yeah. Let me just build it aside. <laughs> I'm going to move in. Totally. So that's a hard question. I guess I'll have to say disagree because yeah. I think it, it should not just generally be ruled out. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. All right. Next one is it is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute nothing to their society. Strongly agree. Yes. Not all people with fortunes are like that, but a lot of them are. Yeah. And I I think that is regrettable. Yeah, I would agree. Especially like the first thing that that's making me think of is like people who are just like giant investors or those who work the stock market for a living. Like I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you that if you're doing that, but I feel like the argument could be made like you're literally just making money off of like gambling essentially mm-hmm. that's kind of how ben from um pod logical explained it. and i was like that's really interesting way that of thinking about it true they're just sitting there all yeah so that is true i would yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree on that for sure strongly or just agree? i think just mm, because at the same time i'm over here saying there's nothing wrong with it. like if you want to be an investor or just working in the stock market i mean like or you're like a trader or whatever i mean Who's to say you can't do that? Well, yeah, but is it regrettable that they can then take that and not use their wealth? Like what they're basically asking, is it regrettable that the top 1% of the richest people barely give back to society and it just is hoarded by them? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, that's, yeah. I would probably strongly, I would probably strongly agree. Yeah. All right. So the next question is protectionism is sometimes necessary in trade, which I think they're meaning that there needs to be like laws and such in place when it comes to, you know, foreign trade and stuff for safety reasons or many other reasons. I would strongly agree with that. Yeah, I would definitely, I'm going to go with agree because I think to a certain extent, like Mm -hmm. overprotecting is then it can get kind of Mm -hmm. fishy. I feel like, yeah, I don't know enough about, yeah. trade world to really say same yeah but i guess okay. maybe i'm gonna still keep strongly agree because that was my gut reaction but all right cool next one is the only social responsibility of a company should be to deliver a profit to its shareholders i completely disagree with this strongly disagree i think that they should i know that's not how it works mm-hmm. but i believe that it should also be their responsibility to give back make customers happy not just turn a profit at the end of the day. I know that's probably their top motive, mm-hmm. but I do not think that's their only social responsibility. Yeah, I would completely strongly disagree as well, especially how it says only responsibility. All right. The rich are too highly taxed. Strongly disagree. I know that one will be spicy though. Yeah. But also I feel like this is hard because so many people don't really pay the full amount that they like theoretically should be paying yeah, yeah. through like loopholes and like, you know, putting their money in like other parts of the world. And so mm-hmm. I feel so like, true. would it be different if everyone who like, if everyone who was supposed to pay X amount did pay X amount and there was no ifs, ands or buts, like, I don't know, maybe the world would look a little bit different, but I think maybe they would be considered too highly taxed at that point. Right. If they actually paid them. Right. Right. Um, but as of now, I definitely don't think they're too highly taxed. No, I don't either. But I know people disagree. Share your opinions below. <laughs> That's what makes the world great. So we all have different That's opinions. <laughs> All right. Those with the ability to pay should have access to higher standards of medical care. I personally strongly disagree with that. I strongly disagree with it too. Or I guess I disagree to an extent because I do think that if you really want to have like, if you have some type of rare disorder and you want to go to like the top notch doctor that you should be able to do that if you have the money for it. But I also believe that everyone should have access to that. I just think medical care should be top notch for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. So I I think this is as far as like standards of medical care. I think that, you know, having like a title or a specific type of training, like you, anyone should have access to that. That's true. I Um, agree with that because I just, I don't know if a gazillion, if Kim Kardashian wants access to the best doctor to treat X, Y, and Z, I honestly believe that anyone should have that. Like, why does her life matter more than someone else's? Actually, yeah, when you put it that way, I do strongly disagree with this statement then. Yeah. A genuine free market requires restrictions on the ability of predator multinationals to create monopolies. Strongly agree. I would agree with that as well, for sure. All right, next page. What do we got next? Oh, personal social values. Hey. Let's dive in. All right. This one's going to be spicy. Yep, spicy. <laughs> Abortion, when the woman's life is not threatened, should always be illegal. Strongly I disagree. Strongly disagreeing on that. Moving on. All authority should be questioned. Ooh. All authority. Um, mm, I, that's hard. Because I don't trust a lot of... <laughs> I am going to strongly agree that it. I think that there should be no one on earth that has not, that's not like put in place at all. Like I think everyone needs to have 
checks and balances on their asses. Yeah. But like for real, is there any person that should be like, I am the almighty. Don't question me ever. But let's say you get pulled over by a police officer. Are you going to start questioning them? You're going to start being like, well, I don't think I was speeding. Well, maybe I guess you couldn't go to court for that. Right. Yeah. But in like, that's like very circumstantial, but overall, like, should we question the police? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. We should question all authority. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm saying like in all situations, maybe you wouldn't question every single thing, Exactly, but you should question every single person. Don't trust anybody in this world is the main person. Yes. (laughs) Strongly agree. All right. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I disagree with this. I disagree too. I do. I think in some cases. Yeah. But not in all. But not definitely not in all. No. Taxpayers should not be expected to prop up any theaters or museums that cannot survive on a commercial basis. So basically, should taxpayers have to like fund the arts, I guess you could describe, which I would disagree. I think that there is very important, you know, aspects of having the theater and the museums. And I would like, Mm -hmm. you know, I would, I would like to have our museums and theaters running and things that are, you know, ancient artifacts kept and preserved in a correct Mm -hmm. way, even though, you know, commercial, you know, basis and money may not be able to support them. Like, I think that it should be the taxpayer's responsibility because a lot of the stuff that we have in museums is like, ancient stuff from our earth. And I think that it's our responsibility to, to keep that, you know, preserved. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. I didn't even think about it that way. As far as just preserving, that's a good point. Um, as far as just having museums for the public, I think that it should be free and available for everyone. Not every museum, obviously, yeah. but, um, I think it's wonderful that you can go, especially to Washington DC. That was such a wonderful experience. Me and my dad went and you can just go to all the museums for free. There's so many free things to do there and learn. And, you know, I think that's really awesome for people who don't have access to maybe education or are new to the country and want to learn. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't we have a space for that? So I think taxpayers should be responsible for that and that they should remain free. A lot of them. Yeah. Um, sure. Theaters. Uh, yeah. I, I think that there should be, um, well, t- theaters. That's interesting. Cause I feel like in most, most theaters you pay to get in. It's not really free. Like well, you a museum. pay for a lot of museums too. Yeah, you do. But, but there's a lot of public ones. I think a lot of it, I think because I don't think a lot of taxes go to the, like, I don't think enough goes to like keep up with every, Mm -hmm. like the arts in general. I agree. And so I think that even though, yes, like our taxes do help some, um, obviously we still have to pay because I don't think they're help, but they're being helped enough. Okay. I, yeah, I strongly disagree. Yeah. Next one is school should not make classroom attendance compulsory. So mandatory. Yeah. Um, Ooh, See, this is hard because I do believe that students, you know, learn differently and that traditional school isn't for everyone. And that in some cases there needs to be times when um, children can drop out. However, it's not so much the kids that I'm worried about. It's the parents like I don't want like terrible parents to be like, yeah, it's fine. You don't need to go to school. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. whatever. And like, that's not fair to the kid. Cause they're not old enough to make that decision on their own. So I do feel like there needs to be some type of, you know, s- some way to make sure that kids are getting at least a fair opportunity to go to school, mm-hmm. even if their parents or home life is not, um, 
supporting it. So that the parent has to prove if they're going to find education elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. So that would be like up until a certain age. Because do you think that someone should be able to drop out if they're 17 or 18? 100%. 100%. I think once, you know, someone is able to make that decision for themselves. But again, that's a very, it's like it completely means something different for everyone. Um, So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think everyone should have to go to a public school or anything like that. Definitely not. You know, they just should have to. I think you have to supply your kids with education. Education. I think it's almost abusive to not give them the opportunity. I I think it is abusive. All right. Next question is, all people have their rights, but it is better for all of us that different sorts of people should keep to their own kind. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Imagine being a type of person that even says someone is, keep to your own kind. (laughs) Ew. Own kind. Your own kind. All right. Next one is good parents sometimes have to spank their children. I strongly uh, disagree on this one personally. But I don't uh, want to hear you say. Well, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is such a hard question because I personally will not spank my children. Mm-hmm. I was personally not spanked. However, I don't think spanking necessarily makes you a bad parent. No, does like, it I've ask known, that? Yeah, that it says good, good parents sometimes that? have to spank their children. So you could be a good parent and still sometimes spank your children is what I'm saying. Right. But like I knew of parents that did like my neighbors were spanked so much and they were still good parents. They were bad parents. Do good parents have to spank their children? No, I don't. I don't think you ever have to spank or hit a child So you're saying that you can be a good parent and still practice spanking your child. Yeah. But doesn't necessarily mean you have to. As long as it's not hitting or beating your child, you know? I would never spank at all. I will never hit my kid or, you know, in any way. Mm But like I said, I've known people that do that and they weren't bad parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of a hard that. question because I, I know I will never do that. Yeah, and I don't think you ever have to. Yeah, you certainly don't. I mean, I'm coming at this more from like from my educational background. We've There's been a lot of you know research done mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. is spanking, you know, useful? Does it work? Does it hurt more than does it work? And so. I don't think it works from most of the research that I've come across. It does much more harm than it does. Good. Not saying that every single person who is spanked is now a a trauma victim, not saying that, but like, you know, I think that overall, most of the time it does not, it's not an effective tool, at least from what I've researched. And Mm. that's the conclusion that I've come to. So I agree with that. And from my background, I was not spanked. Um, and I have no intention of doing that. I, I mean, actually I, I wasn't spanked on a regular basis, but I have been spanked at least three or four times when I really did something bad. My my mom did one time bare butt spanked me because mm-hmm. I hit this right. neighbor. Kid. And is your mom a bad? No, my mom's not. wonderful. And my dad has spanked me. Right. I know he has. Yeah. So no, John has been spanked as a kid and I would say his parents are great parents. So I completely, I just won't I do that personally. And I don't think it's a good method. I think the best method for kids is to take their shit away. Yeah. Take anything you can. Yeah, take your anything they like. Take it away. I agree. That's what my parenting moves gonna be. I agree. Take it away. All right, next one. So what do I do though? Oh, I I don't know whether to strongly disagree or agree. Pick. There's no neutral. There is no neutral. I guess. I guess I'm gonna say disagree because I don't think you ever have to spank your child, and because of the way that that is worded, I'm gonna disagree. They totally. (laughs) They want to like get you. Yeah, they they word these on purpose to like make you kind of annoyed. All right. It's natural for children to keep some secrets from their parents. Strongly agree. Yes, absolutely. Now, obviously, again, we can pick this apart and be like, secrets aren't... I think that there's something to be said about parents being too uninvolved in their kids 
to the fact that where they're like, they have a whole different life that they don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's very natural for kids yeah, to, it's natural. to have secrets. Yeah. Possessing marijuana for personal use should be a, or should not be a criminal offense. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. We all know how we feel about that. And we love Colorado for being the first to do it. Yes. Love our state. All right, next. The prime function of schooling should be to equip the future generation to find jobs. Mm. That's hard because that is like a big point of school, right? To help you get a job. I feel, see, this one's hard because I feel like back in the day, you were told, go to college, you're guaranteed a job. And I know it's not talking about just college, but I'm kind Mm -hmm. of talking about you know, school in general, high school and college are meant to prepare you to go out into the real world and find a job. If you go to those, Mm -hmm. you're mostly guaranteed to have a good job, right? That's not the case anymore though. (laughs) Um, I mean, I know so many people with college degrees that Mm -hmm. myself included that after they graduated, they were trying to apply to jobs and people were like, Oh, you have a bachelor's. I don't care. Like, Oh, you need experience. Oh, you need this. Oh, you need that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel like, are we even doing a really good job of a, you know, preparing our our students for for jobs i don't know i think that part of it should be required to help prepare students for jobs however i think another thing that should be required is to you know teach people practical life lessons i think that that should be a big part of schooling that it's not yeah even like things like taxes yeah, right. I never Buying learned anything about that. Right? How do you buy a house? How yeah. do you, how does a car loan work? How do, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there's so many things that when you grow up, you're like, how does healthcare work? <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out, people. Okay. It's <laughs> so, confusing. It's hard. There's a lot of things I wish that I learned in school. And I feel like it was, I was, you know, learning different things that right. I wasted my time on. But I do think at the end of the day, this, this statement says the prime function, function of schooling should be to equip the future. I don't think that should be the only function, but I think it probably should be the, the prime, right? I would probably agree we with that. We do want people to get jobs, be able to take care of themselves. So I'm going to say yes, strongly agree. I would agree with that. And I think that we could be doing a lot better job of that. Yeah. Next, people with serious inheritable dis- disabilities should not be allowed to reproduce. Whoa. The fa- again, the fact that this is coming out of my mouth makes me throw up. I like can't even speak without stuttering. I know. I strongly disagree. Strongly with this. disagree. And yeah, I just, that's, that's a really tough subject. I'm sure yeah. for folks who actually have to like mm-hmm. work through that on a daily basis and know that there's a possibility that maybe they could have a child that has a severe, you know, um, health, health issue of some sort. That's at the end of the day, it's your choice. It's out of the end of the day, it's absolutely your choice. Oh my God. Okay. The most important thing for children to learn is to accept discipline. Disagree. I don't think that's the most important thing. No, definitely not the most important. Next one. There is no savage and civilized peoples. There are only different cultures. This one's really hard because I feel like there are many, you know, obviously different cultures, practice vastly different things and there's a very important need to respect that and understand different cultures and why people do different things however i feel like there's got to be some type of like moral ground in the sense of like is a culture that says oh it's my in my culture to run around killing everyone who is you know doesn't look exactly like me sorry that's my culture like that, I don't think should be allowed, right? I'm not saying that there's a culture that does that. But I'm just giving an extreme example. Like, can you just be like, oh, well, that's their culture. Like they hate everyone who is 
doesn't look like them. They hate everyone who has brown skin. They hate everyone who is a female. They're, you know, like they want to kill all females. Let's say it's part of their culture. It's part of their, or I think a good example, if this is what the question is even asking, but a good example would be castration. I think that is done in a lot of cultures, right? Female castration, male castration, terrible torture, torture. Right. Um, That's a great example. So, but I don't know if this is what the question's asking. There th- are no savage and civilized people. So is it sa- what I consider it, consider it savage to mutilate someone's exactly. genitals? Exactly. Or yeah. is it just a different culture? Are they still civilized? They're just different culture. Well, this is hard because yes, it is their culture. Right. It is a different culture, it is. but it, I do also think it's wrong. And I think that. But is that what this question is even yeah, asking? I think so. I'm huh. pretty sure that's. I don't know how to exactly answer this. That's how I'm taking it is, and I don't want to quite overthink it. There are no savage or civilized people. So there's not really like a right and a wrong in a society. It's just different cultures. I would disagree. I would disagree with that to an extent. All right. Those who are able to work and refuse the opportunity should not expect society support. Um. This is worded in the way that, you know, the idea of those who are able to, but refuse to, should not expect society's support. I semi-agree with that. I agree with that, yeah. If they are able to and have the opportunity to. And and just refuse to. All right. When you are troubled, it's better not to think about it, but to keep busy with more cheerful things. I strongly disagree, although I do that a lot. Yeah. But I know it's bad. Same. I think we all do that. Because that's, you know, then you're just storing your trauma deep down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that can like make way more detrimental effects down the line. It's kind of a weird question for a political compass quiz. It is. Some of these are like a lot more personal. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. First generation immigrants can never fully be integrated within their new country. (laughs) I'm going to strongly disagree with that. All right, next. What's good for the most successful corporations is always ultimately good for us all. Strongly disagree. (laughs) Strongly disagree. Uh, No broadcasting institution, however independent its content, should receive public funding. Um, I disagree. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that as well. Yep. All right, next page here. Now we're doing how you see the wider society. Yes. All right. Our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. So this kind of like reminds me of like the kind of between a nine 11 is like, were our own civil rights being like taken or messed with due to counterterrorism. So is an example of this, like not being able to bring more than three ounces of liquid on a plane. I think, I think that's kind of what they're, they're poking at. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's excessive. I think it's safe and smart. Yeah. So I disagree with this. I would disagree as well. All right. Next. A significant advantage of a one party state is that it avoids all the arguments that delay progress in a democratic political system. (laughs) All of the delay, (laughs) what we're dealing with now. Although I would love to have no delay. I think that that would be very terrible to have a one party state. I agree. So I'm going to strongly disagree. I strongly disagree as well. (laughs) All right. Although although the electronic age makes official surveillance easier, only wrongdoers need to be worried. That's I like s- the classic. <laughs> if you're not hiding anything, then it should be fine. Right? Yeah. 
which I always tell myself that Same. to make myself feel better about yeah. stuff. Like, well, I don't have anything to hide. So who cares if the government's spying on me? But no, we definitely <laughs> have stuff to be worried about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I strongly disagree with that. I think I'm going to only disagree with that because I don't know. I feel like we do need to be worried, but only to an extent because yeah, if you're not doing anything wrong, but at the same time, like if there's no limit to then like, so then what are they just going to like literally live in our house and like watch us live our lives? I don't know. I, I don't know. I strongly disagree. All right. The death penalty should be an option for the most serious crimes. I strongly agree. But I know this is a super highly debated topic. It is. Me and Janelle go back and forth we on this do. all the time because we think it's an interesting topic to we debate. Yeah, we do. And I can't figure out what I think. I can't I can't figure out if you're asking me right off the bat, I would say I'm against the death penalty for reasons that if you look into the death penalty, it costs far much more money and and resources and time to actually execute someone than it does to keep them in jail, which I know a lot of people have the argument of like, why am I paying for them to sit in jail for the rest of their life? Which mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with like, that was the, my argument for a long time. The before biggest, like the most disgusting humans on earth. Why should they, you know, why do I have to pay for their meals? However, mm-hmm. it actually ends up costing quite a bit much more to give the death penalty. So that's like, that's not even on like a moral standpoint, morally. I don't know because sometimes it's like, is dying a cop out and you don't have to sit in your cell forever? I think it completely depends on how the individual sees it because I just talked about John Wayne Gacy this week on my channel and John Wayne Gacy said at the end of his life that if he was going to be spending the rest of his life in jail anyway, that he would rather be put to death. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. That's how I personally would feel. I would not want to live my whole life in a jail cell. That's not really a life at all. So I think you're almost giving them what they want. Yeah. But then that may not be what they want. Maybe they do want to stay alive. And I just want them to have whatever they don't want (laughs) because that's a good point. (laughs) I think there needs to be, you know, a punishment that actually hurts them in the biggest way, especially for the worst of the worst. Uh And sometimes I think they are afraid of dying. Yeah. And I do think the death penalty is justified. Yeah. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, maybe it would be better for them to sit there and think about it forever and have to sit in it every day versus just be put out. Right. Right. Yeah, I know. It's hard. The question says should be an option. And as much as I'm usually against the death penalty, I am going to say, I think it should be an option. However, it should be an option that is much easier to, to get to at the end, like not easier Mm -hmm. than let's give more people the death penalty. But like, if you're sentenced that, why does it take 20 years before you're actually given the death penalty? Because they want to give people the opportunity to appeal it. I know. I mean, it takes, yeah. But it's like, God, that's a lot of money, time, and heartbreak for for a lot of people involved. So I don't know. I just think that in the most serious times that it should always be an option. I think it should always be an option. I wouldn't want to have it become not an an option at all. Yeah. You know what? I think that's a good point. I'm going to go ahead and agree. All right. In a civilized society, one must always have people above to be obeyed and people below to be commanded. This is really hard because I wish it wasn't this way, but I kind of agree. I know. Because people just act a fool, you know? Act a fool. And I think there (laughs) definitely needs to be, yeah, some some laws and regulations. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to say agree. I wish there was a neutral. That's so annoying. One must always have people above to be obeyed and people. I don't see. This is hard because I've never seen anything else. Like I've never lived through a society that's not like this. Yeah. I can't even picture what that yeah, would be like. I would have Could no it idea. even exist? I, I don't know. I literally don't know. Probably not with the people that live on this earth now. Not with all of us. 
we can't agree on anything. All right. Next up abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all. <laughs> Strongly disagree. Some of yeah. my favorite art is abstract. I agree. Yeah. In criminal justice, punishment should be more important than rehabilitation. Um, I, I definitely uh, disagree with that. I'm going to say in general, I disagree. I think in some cases, punishment is more important than rehabilitation in some cases, mm -hmm. like the worst of the worst. However, the majority of people in the criminal justice system are low level offenders. Yeah. And I think rehab is more important than punishment. Yeah. I'm going to do. Disagree. So I'm going to say disagree, but not strongly. Same. All right. It is a waste of time to try and rehabilitate some criminals. Oh, we were just talking about that. That's hard. It's a waste of time. That sounds just like brutal. I think it is. I don't think, think it's so? brutal. I think there are some people that are so like beyond like, would, do you think John Wayne Gacy could be rehabbed? Like why even try, you know, after I killing 26 people? I almost people? feel like I shouldn't even be allowed to really speak on this because I've never even experienced something that's close. Like there's, I've never been able to like personally put a, put a connection to that. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be an actual victim of John Wayne Gacy or like a parent mm -hmm. of someone's victim. You know what I mean? Totally. And okay. So I'm going to rephrase this a little bit. The question actually says it's a waste of time right. to rehabilitate them. Maybe it's not. A, does that mean, can it be done? That's such Do a Do they point. deserve it though? That's I don't think point. some people deserve to be rehabilitated or even have a chance to, because I think they're, what they've done is too terrible. Uh-huh. Like you're just saying whether or not they could be rehabilitated, they don't deserve a chance because they fucked up so terribly that yeah. like they don't. Okay. I, I think some people just don't even deserve the chance, but is it a waste of time? Can it be done? Can the worst of the worst be rehabilitated? I feel like you yes. have a better idea. You I think would so? say I mm, like with I think, a lot of time. I think, yeah, with a lot of time and a lot of work, I I believe whole, wholeheartedly in like mental health work. I really do. Like it works miracles on people. This shit works. And uh, I don't know. I think that well, what would be the point of someone like him, you know, I rehab him just for him to sit again, in jail. He's never getting out. I completely understand. That's the thing is like, I totally understand the other argument. Mm -hmm. And if I was in a more personal position, I could easily see how my argument be like, fuck you. You don't deserve jack shit uh, mm -hmm. of, a, of a second chance. It's hard. I wish I could say neutral. I'm going to, it is a waste of time to try and rehabilitate some criminals. I'm some gonna, criminals. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to agree. Haha, <laughs> spicy. Our first Ooh, disagreement. Disagreement. All right. The business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. I strongly disagree with Same. this. Same. Me too. Mothers may have careers, but their first duty is to be a homemaker. Strongly agree. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> strongly disagree. Same. All right. Uh, multinational companies are unethically exploiting the planet or sorry, multinational companies are unethically exploiting the plant gen genetic resources of developing countries. Yes. Yes. I strongly agree with, agree with that. Making peace with the establishment is an important aspect of maturity. Mm, I strongly disagree with this. I'm just going to slightly disagree. I'm just going to disagree. Okay. I think. <laughs> All right. Next page five out of six. So this one was like, all right, if you got through that, okay, you'll find these propositions of religion a breeze. Let's get into it. Ooh, religion. Astrology accurately explains many things. Ooh, I know so many people will disagree. That's fine. You know what's crazy is when people get offended that oh, we yeah, believe in angry. this or think we're stupid. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like an art almost to me, yeah. like a language. And it's 
thousands of years old. Yeah. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> so be like, it's a bunch of bullshit. bullshit. Like, oh, okay. Well, all it's right. Been studied for a long time. And if you actually look into it, it does explain a lot of things accurately. Opinions, but yeah. I know some people are going to say it's just bullshit and that's fine if you disagree. But I strongly agree with that statement. <laughs> I'm going to agree. All right. You cannot be moral without being religious. Um, what? Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Jeez. I think I have morals. All right. Charity is better than social security as a means of helping the genuinely disadvantaged. Um, I feel like that would be a nice idea, but I think that social security is, I think they're saying like, I think they're saying, are they getting enough through social security versus charities are doing even more. It's better than social security as a means of helping. But I think a lot of people who are, um, against social security and, and that type of um, stuff are making the argument that like we have charities for that reason. We have charities to help these people who are disadvantaged. They don't need like government. Um, well, that would aid. be nice if everyone donated right. a decent amount to charities, right. but not enough people do to make that work. Exactly. So I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree as well. Some people are naturally unlucky. I'm going to agree with that. I agree with that as well. Um, it is important that my child's schools, uh, instills religious value. Strongly disagree. Me too. It's important to me that they don't. Yeah, I agree. Not Next saying page. that you can't have options of schools that do that, but shouldn't yeah should not be required. All right. Finally, look at sex. Yeah. Sex. The woohoo. The woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. Sex outside marriage is usually immoral. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Got to test drive the car. Hell yeah! <laughs> test drive the car. Take it on the highway. Hell yeah. A uh, same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Pornography depicting consenting adults should be legal for the adult population. Yes. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. You can watch whatever you want, I guess, as long as we're all consenting here. Uh, what goes on in a private bedroom between consenting adults is none of the state's business. Ugh, strongly agree with strongly that. Strongly agree. Um, no one can feel naturally homosexual. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Just Cringe. look into science. <laughs> These days, openness about sex has gone too far. Strongly, strongly disagree. disagree. I think it's awesome that we're finally talking about something so normal. Yeah. I agree. All right. That's it. Ready for your results? Yeah. I'm excited. Let's see where we stand. So Hitler is really close to the authoritarian fascist side um, a little more towards the medium uh, center. He's like a libertarian, more politically. Yeah, the two side left is communism, and then right is neolibertarianism. So he liberalism. falls more to neoliberalism, but not hugely. Yeah, He's not almost much. in the middle. Almost right in the middle. Gandhi is um, obviously on the left side, uh, communism. And on the bottom half. So he libertarian. falls in like the third quadrant. Mm-hmm. So they also provide this little map that gives you a bunch of um, people who are more, you know, relative than Hitler and Gandhi um, in today's age. And so we'll put it up on the screen. Um, You can kind of see where different political figures lay. So I thought it was really interesting that Obama falls on the right side. Yeah. uh, A little bit Uh closer to libertarian. Yes. um, And a little more authoritarian. Like he's in the same box as Hitler. (laughs) He's with Bush, Hitler, Trump. He's, yeah. Reagan. Mm-hmm, he is. And let's see. 
Um, Washington, Jefferson, they're on the bottom um, right side. And um, let's see. This is kind of interesting. Bernie is Bernie Sanders. pretty far left. Bernie Sanders is pretty far left. Um, and he's like right in the middle as far as authoritarian and libertarian. Um, and he, I think he's probably, I would say the, like any other politician who was like, had a pretty like fair chance of becoming president. I would mm-hmm. say he's like, if, if he were to have become president, that mm-hmm. would have been like pretty big. I think yeah. one of the first ones to have gone that far left. He would have been the most left leaning. And again, this is a world scale yeah, because Trump and Bush are very close. Obama, Trump, Bush, they're all pretty close together. Right. <laughs> Chilling. So it, obviously they're very different on a American political scale. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Absolutely. Um, okay. So where are we? Where'd you fall? Okay. So I fell I'll put it up on the screen right on the bottom left here. I'll let you see here. I'm kind of, we're in the same spot. Are we actually in the exact same spot? I think yours is a little more down. Oh my goodness. That is funny. You guys, we're almost on the exact same one, but we're both on the green quadrant. If you're looking at it and um, it's six up, are you five up or six six up? up? (laughs) I'm five up. So we're like one off each other. Wow, that's amazing. That's so funny. So I would say that we are both um, pretty libertarian and both quite left as far as this um, compass goes. So who would we be on par with? Yeah, this is interesting. So we're kind of hanging with Mandela. Hell yeah, Mandela. Hell yeah, Nelson. And we're close to Gandhi. Well, let us know where you guys fall yeah, if so you take interested. this test. Yeah, this is going to be, I think, a really good um, episode for comments wise. Again, please be respectful, mm-hmm. but I'm very curious <laughs> because this is this is quite interesting. And again, I don't think it's really I like how it's not being like you are a Democrat. You mm-hmm. are a Republican. Yeah. You are part of it. Like it's it's just kind of throwing you on a grid and kind of showing you where other, other where your beliefs are exactly. versus labeling you as something. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we thought it was really interesting. I'm glad we took that. We were kind of yeah. hesitant. So we're like, I don't know, is this too yeah. much? But I well, think you some guys people hate when we talk about politics. Yeah. Well, I think you guys can handle it. We, yeah. well, we really didn't talk about we politics. We really didn't talk about politics, though. Um, and we never have, to clarify. Yeah. We were getting a bunch of comments on a recent episode saying that we were getting political yeah. because we were talking about race. And I just yeah. want to clarify that talking about race is in no way political. And if it is to you, then uh then that's awkward <laughs> educate that's all yourself yeah i really i really don't know what else to say i don't yeah. have any tolerance for that yeah. uh whatatsoever so i agree i strongly agree i strongly agree but, but that is it for us make sure you guys vote please vote yes. if it is not already happened yet yes um, please please vote i'll leave a link below in case for some reason you're not sure where to drop it off where to vote what to mm-hmm. do if you can still mail it in if you can still register all mm-hmm. that good shit it depends on your state yeah. Um, and we won't see you guys. Actually, we're taking next week off. So we won't be back with a new episode until November 15th because yes. we are missing a week. I'm having some very minor gum surgery next week. Um, yes. And I'm going to have brown stitches in my mouth. Hell yeah. They have no other color but brown. That's really like so not cute. Can't you have white or clear? White. Something Pink. that looks like teeth. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a- anything. I would have taken yellow over brown. <laughs> tie-dye anything so i'm gonna be off camera for a few days i need a good little break anyway so this will be good for me 
And you too. It's been a tough month with Halloween. It was, it was yeah. it's always a battle. October's our busiest month yeah, of the year. Yeah, October makes me want to cry a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> we're getting through it and it's awesome. <laughs> no, but these episodes were really fun to film for yeah. um, our session stuff. So yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. We love doing this sesh. This yes. is both, both of us were just saying that this is like our highlight of the week. Yes. Sitting down to record this show. It's it so really much fun. Is. It's so fun. So thanks for always joining in with us guys. We really appreciate it. Yes. And that before is, we oh, go, actually, yes. we're about to jump into a clip of us oh. rating your pumpkins, costumes and animal costumes. That's right. Roll it. Hello from the future. It Hello. is after Halloween now. It's over. It's over. We made it through October. We did. It's November now. Sure is. And I'm pretty happy about it, to be honest, because I really want Christmas to start. So yeah, Janelle's a big Christmas fan. Yes. Not as much into the Halloween stuff as I am. No, it is officially <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. It starts right now for it starts you. It's right fucking now. I feel like it starts like three days before Thanksgiving is yeah. when I start it. I mean, that's like when it's like full swing, but this year I have like 2020 sucks. So I might as well mm. just try and have Christmas as long as I can. Plus it's like a fact that it will actually brighten your mood and can help against, uh, you know, depression and such by Honestly, decorating your house for Christmas. I believe that right. Festivity is amazing. Yeah. So I'm like, I need all the help I can get. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I don't judge anyone putting up their Christmas decorations early this year No. or ever. I mean, do what you want. If it makes you happy. Some people have them up all year round. I know. I think Colleen Ballinger used to have a like dedicated room in her house. That was just Christmas all year round. Which I was like, that's amazing. That's kind of nice. I think it's so, cause it's so connected to your childhood that it's just nostalgic and comforting. Yes. You know, exactly. there's like so many memories associated with it. Yeah. Very comforting. But anyway, the reason that we are here today doing a little add on to this podcast is because we did a little contest for Halloween that many of you entered and we wanted to see your pet costumes your costumes, and your best pumpkin carvings. So we have a ton of submissions. They were all submitted on social media, either Twitter or Instagram, which our handle is at the underscore sesh podcast. And we used hashtag spooky sesh and a bunch of you guys sent in your costumes. It's going to be really hard to narrow this down. Yeah, it is. But we're going to try right now. Okay, let's do it. Okay, we have a guinea pig in a costume, guys. Guinea pig in a costume alert. (laughs) alert his name is bugsy bugsy the guinea pig in a costume yes he's very cute he is dressed up as a pumpkin oh my god he's so cute that's one of the my favorite ones he's so cute this little hat are you kidding me that is that is pretty fucking cute and i need to know whoever owns bugsy um did you make this costume for him Mm. or if not how did you find such a tiny little costume i know cute so cute maybe it's on etsy I was just about to say, I'm sure someone makes like Etsy costumes for little like gerbils. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this one. This is a pumpkin. Yeah. This is an Among Us themed pumpkins or pumpkins. Yeah. It's that so is cute. so smart. I love that. So you don't play Among Us. No, yet. I don't know what's going on. You got to get on it. I dude. know. I will. It is so fucking I should fun. get on it for sure. It's so good. So that's what the dead bodies look like after you kill someone. Their little bone sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> that looks such a, like, it's so clean, their carving. Yeah. I'm jealous of how clean the lines are. Excellent yeah. work, people. Really, really good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got a pit bull here. <gasps> so freaking precious. I think there's actually, is it the same pit bull? Is I it think? multiple dogs or multiple costumes? Oh, my gosh. I think it's multiple oh. costumes. No, it's multiple dogs. Fiji and Gabbana. Oh, my goodness. Fiji, Fiji and, Gabbana and Gabbana are so cute. They're dressed like... Um, one's a unicorn. Yeah. One's a pumpkin. 
That is They're cute. They're so adorable. They have the sweetest faces, Ad- those dogs. Adorable faces. Did you they just blue? look like they're made of velvet, too. They do. They're so cute. Cute little babies. Our dogs didn't get costumes this year because Janelle and I were too cheap. Yeah. Well, <laughs> half our dogs like hate costumes, you guys, yeah. and refuse to wear them. So it's like all. a three-second thing, especially this one, Sadie. Yeah. She will not move at all if there's a costume on her. So it felt like a waste of money. It They're is. so expensive. They're really expensive. We've got a lot of dogs up in here. Exactly. You know? It'd be one thing if we had like one or two dogs. We'd no. have to commit for all, what is it? Seven. Seven dogs. That's a lot. <laughs> not possible. So we skipped it this year, but we have done some good ones in the past. Oh, we got a Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic costume yes, here. Yes, <laughs> that is amazing. Pretty good. I've got to say the Carol Baskin costume is a little hard if you can't get your hands on like the Party City one that I did, which I yeah. hated that shirt anyway. It was, it was like, you know that shitty costume material? Yes. There's like no stretch. It was so rough to wear in my boobs. Like you guys have no idea. I was like suffocated. My <laughs> my boobies were very, very sad in that. But it, I like what you did here. It looks like you did uh, like a handmade type costume. But I like it better than the one I got from Party City, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I've actually seen like a few people do the Party City ones. And I'm like, wow, that's not even original it's anymore. Not. It's really not. The yeah. best costumes are the ones you make yourself or when you go to the thrift store and find like random pieces, which Janelle and I did try for that, but yeah. we didn't have so much luck. No. So we also have another human costume by username Sage. She's really active on Twitter. And you guys, she got married yesterday on Halloween. <gasps> and the pictures are hilarious. They're dressed up with those it's like scream masks. Are those what those are? Yes. And they have like black capes on. And like some of them are like low-key, like semi-sexual. And it's yeah. so funny. Semi. Semi. They're fully sexual. They're fully sexual. Oh, I like how he's doing the rock star. Oh, like, yeah. The rock on symbol. <laughs> hang loose. Whatever hang that loose. is. Yeah. That's oh my so gosh. funny. These are awesome. That is so creative. Congratulations that to you guys. Is, yes. Congratulations to creepy cuties. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have a cat that literally is dressed in like, what is oh this, my a God. space suit? Yes. Amazing. That's so good. So funny. Its eyes match really well. Yeah. Amazing. Good, what a beautiful great. cat. Yeah. And then look at these oh, little guys. Oh my gosh. We have, we have some... a bulldog yeah. as a teddy bear. So cute. And then like and a, a lab. lab as a bear as well and they're just oh, adorable their faces cute. you guys the fact that you sent so many of these in really makes me happy me too whoa yeah this one is wild the makeup on this is phenomenal i'm impressed people that know how to do this type of makeup like effects makeup oh, yeah. i'm so jealous of so jealous. so so talented absolutely that is incredible there is a doggo here that is dressed like a little elf and he's so cute. He's very cute. Oh my gosh. We might have to get elf costumes for all our dogs. We might have to. There's a lion. Mr. Man. Puppy's very handsome lion. <laughs> so cute. You guys, someone did the chipmunks, which are oh so Oh my gosh, that's funny. good. I love it. I love it with the masks on too. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah. So cute. That's good. I like that. I haven't seen that before, honestly. Great. Neither have I. Ooh, that's. Yeah, that's. Oh, whoa. Okay, someone made a. That's amazing. Cannabis smoking device, if you will, out of a pumpkin. And it is so cool. Love that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I guess we said pumpkin carving, but we can just do pumpkin in general. Yeah. Creative pumpkin art. Totally. <laughs> All right. We got a group of friends that dressed up as like Little Red Riding Hood. The whole oh, shebang. Yeah. The whole shebang. Pretty iconic. Love it. Classic. All right. So the next one is a cat. I think it's the same cat. 
Is it? No, it's, Whoa. I think it's a person with a few different cats, but they're like some seriously creepy costumes. Wow. Some really good costumes. Yeah. These are intense for cat costumes. Wait, let me get a good look at this. Wow. We got the whole cat's ribs exposed here. <laughs> seriously. Glad no cats were harmed in the making of this. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my gosh. This one is intense. It's like a gothic kitty. So cute. Look at this pig ghost. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Are you kidding Wait, me? I don't think that's a pig. That oh, that is, is a pig. pig. Yeah. I thought it was a horse for a second. Look at him. That is the cutest thing. So oh, I love cute. him. And they put their dog in it too. Oh my God. The dogs look good too. So cute. Very good. Classic sheet, like the Charlie Brown mm -hmm. Halloween look. Love it. Oh my gosh. We have a baby pumpkin. Little baby pumpkin. Uh, any baby in a pumpkin is a winning pumpkin. It's a winning baby, I mean. <laughs> I agree. Oh my gosh. Space dog. Oh my gosh, this is good. I like how you edited the photos Space too. Space dog. That almost looks like the costume that the cat was wearing earlier. I think it is. It does look very similar. I think it's I wonder, the same costume. I'm sure there's like a pet costume out there like that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I like that. It. Maybe we need to do that for the dogs next year and like get their photos made yes. on the moon. Yes. Pups on the moon. Pups on the moon. Oh my God. Look at Wait, this bearded dragon. I can't see anything. The bearded dragon is oh, nachos. My gosh. That is amazing. That is amazing. That is really creative. He looks like one of the chips. He literally does. That's pretty good. I like that. What a fun costume. That is. Whoa, this one's cool. Yeah, this one looks like a mile higher lights out skeleton. Super creative and realistic. Yeah. Whoa, really talented. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, what is that guy? Oh my guy? God, that's a bunny. <gasps> a bunny? And then what's the other guy? I don't know. Is he a, a ferret or a weasel? I think he's a weasel. I think he looks like a little weasel. He's so cute. He's oh very God, cute. He's wearing a little hat. <laughs> Oh, he's a, he's a wizard weasel. I think he's a unicorn, actually. That looks like a little unicorn horn. Oh, he's like a wizard hat to me. He's oh. like a wizard weasel. Okay, well, whatever he is, he's very cute. He's adorable. <laughs> Hopefully he's even a weasel. Yeah, sorry if he's not. <laughs> I think he is, though. <laughs> oh, hell. That one's sick. Nice. Jay. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's a nice touch. That's a great one. I like one. that. It's Love an alien, alien. smoking a joint, if you're listening. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this one is so cute. It's a little <gasps> white dog in a cowboy outfit. It reminds me of one of my dogs. I was going to say, he kind of looks like Maggie. Yeah, it's so cute. That's cute. I love the ones where they look like they're walking around. I know. Those adorable. are so funny. Cute. Oh, and there's a pug, I believe, in a shark outfit. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> he looks scared. <laughs> Someone was the floating shopping list from a SpongeBob episode. I don't know if you remember that. <gasps> I do. Doodle Bob. That's so good. funny. That's really smart. Oh my gosh, look at this little baby. It's a peacock baby. That is cute. So cute. Oh, I can't wait to have a baby just to dress it up, man. That's why people have kids. Yeah, that's the main reason why. <laughs> I know, it's so Number cute. one. <laughs> Top reason people have kids in America, to dress them up. Whoa, look at this pumpkin. Wow. It's like a clown face. That's a carving? Yeah. That's incredible. No, that's not just a clown face. That's it, right? Oh, that's Pennywise. it, the clown? Oh, sorry. Or Pennywise the clown. I don't know. I've never seen it. But it's yeah. all the same thing, right? I've never seen that. Too scary for me. It's very cool looking. That's really good. Very talented. Oh my God, someone's Post Malone. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is some wow. good shit. I like it. 
He did pretty good on the tattoos. Very, very good. Always definitely, tired. definitely picking up the vibe. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I think he wore that well. This is a really cool penny. Is this Pennywise? Yeah, that's Pennywise too. Wow. It's a little kid in a, like a forest. That's incredible. Really, really cool picture. Yeah, that was smart to go out and take him out in the forest like that. Mm-hmm. That looks so creepy. It does. I couldn't imagine actually coming across him like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, oh my God. Someone carved a balcony oh. out of a pumpkin for their frog. That is so cute. Oh, the frog's on the balcony. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. He has little cute. stairs. It's like a fairy house for, for a the little frog. frog. How fun is that? That's really good. You guys I are like that so a lot. creative. Oh, look at this bunny. Oh, bunny. He's a, a cute bunny. Looks like Apollo, but black and white. Yeah, a little pumpkin bun. Looks like a little Holland lot, maybe. So or a French lot, maybe. All right, this person did a really creepy, like, pinhead look. Wow. That looks that like it took good. a long time. Yeah. How do you do that? I know. Seriously. I, I wouldn't even know just where to start with some of these costumes. Right? I know. So much thought goes into each little line. Absolutely. Each nail in your face. Look at this one. Oh, that's good too. I'm not sure how to describe this costume, honestly, but it's like a like devil witch almost. I don't know. A devil witch. Like her eyes look like What's she has like a bad bitch. Yeah. A bad bitch. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's a bad bitch. Looks really cool. Oh, this one is amazing. And I don't know if these dreadlocks are real, but if they are, they're so pretty. But it's like a hippie with a like skull face on. Amazing makeup. Like the makeup's really good. It is. It looks really good. I like that. I like the colors. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's good. LaFonda. That's the best. I love that. I love that. That is definitely the best Napoleon Dynamite costume I've seen. That is so funny. I'm surprised you don't see more people do that. Totally. That's so good. Kip and LaFonda. Iconic duo. The best movie ever. Best movie ever. (laughs) It's so good. So good. If you haven't seen that or you can't appreciate it, then something's wrong with you. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Oh, this little dog is a UPS driver. That's cute. I saw that on Amazon. So cute. That costume is so cute. This is a scary scarecrow. Oh, wow. That is scary. That Damn. Is really look at that impressive. mouth. Lots of detail. <laughs> Hi. How are you, Sadie? <laughs> What's going on? Sprout. Settle down, Sprout. <laughs> this person's costume is called Plant Princess. Oh, I love that. They've got moss In like glued hair. on to the side of their yeah. head. So cool. That's nice. I like that. Very creative. Whoa. Look at this E.T. face. Wow, that's good. When people can move their eyes and their nose and make it look like a completely different face on their face, that just am- blows my mind. Amazing, so cool. Oh, we have a video of some dogs. All right, we're gonna play it. In my green <laughs> oh my god, that is so cute! I love that. That is really good. This one's got some astrology going on. She's got the like a Taurus thing into her head. That's cool. Blood. I like that. Okay. I also really love this one. Look at this dog and cat duo as peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's so cute. I'm that's pretty good. Very good. That is pretty good. All right. I think we need to narrow it down and pick our favorites of each. I agree. How are we going to do such a thing? It's very hard. We'll deliberate and the judges will be back in a moment. Yes. We'll have to go to deliberation hour. Okay. 
We have come to our final decision here. We have decided after much thought. And of course, thank you all for submitting. Yeah, this was hard. You guys have some yeah. really good costumes and pumpkin carvings. And I'm glad you guys still did stuff, even though this year is so weird. You know, we got to still have some fun. Definitely. So love your costumes, but drum roll, please. All right. Drum roll. Winner of the costume is her name is Kelsey on Kelsey. Twitter. And she did the mile higher lights out skeleton look, which is so cool. Yeah, that's sweet. The detail is amazing. And that looked like it took you a long time. Yeah, it did. I really like that. Love it. We love the enthusiasm. Yeah, definitely. So also we will um, DM you guys that you are winners, whether that's through Twitter, Instagram, however you submitted. Um, And then just get it, get us an email so that we can send you your prize, your Starbucks gift card. Or if you want, you can just do a PayPal you know, cash if you don't like coffee. Yeah, for Some sure. People aren't really Starbucks fans. Yeah, but make sure you guys are checking your DMs. Just letting you know. All right, the first pet winner is by Valerie, and she submitted on Twitter the bearded dragon Nacho boy, <laughs> and he's literally so cute. I love it. He's just one of the chips. He's one of the chips. He looks great. <laughs> Absolutely a winner. Okay, and then we also had to go for what we are calling space dog. Yes, and this is from Nancy. Nancy submitted her <laughs> sweet little dog, and then I think photoshopped it into like space. Yeah. And he looks like he's on the moon, and I just really appreciate the effort, Nancy. Yes. Thank you. I like that you tried to make him out in space. That's pretty good. So cute. <laughs> All right, and the Pumpkin carving winner is from Bryson who had their little frog out on a balcony that they carved for him. And yeah. it looks like he's in a palace or something or a little fairy garden. That's just so cute. Making a pumpkin as a little house for your pet is amazing. Bonus points with us, clearly. Uh, so. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> it was a no brainer. Had to go so with that cute. one. Really creative. Guys, you submitted so many Good costumes. Yeah. If you guys want to see more, just go on to Instagram yeah. or Twitter and type in spooky session. You guys can see for yourselves all the submissions because there are so many. Obviously, we can't talk about them all or we'd be here all night, but they're really, really cute. They're so good. Thanks so much for sending these in. These really made me happy. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get to see anyone's costumes in person. No, definitely. You know, normally there's trick or treaters or someone to see, but. Right. Exactly. This was kind of nice. Yeah. It was really fun to see what you guys were up to on Halloween in the days leading up. So thanks again for anyone who participated. And if we um, called you as a winner, just make sure that you uh, check your DM and that way we can get your email to send you a gift card. But Yeah. That's pretty much it for this week, guys. That um, is. As a reminder, we will not be here next week. We already mm-hmm. talked about why, but just as a little remind. So <laughs> sorry, we'll miss you, but we'll be back we will miss you afterwards. And yeah, that is it for this week, guys. Thanks so much for joining on the sesh. We will see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep, keep it, it fresh. fresh.